The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. Podcast fans, it's your boy the Juggernaut of Souls, and I'm back with the family. And y'all know what time it is, man. We gonna get into it. Y'all introduce yourselves. Let's get it. Yo, yo, what's up? This your boy Retro CG. It's really BTV. What's up? Ain't that much. Sorry about that, y'all. We're a little late getting the episode out, but you know how it is. You know, extended weekend. You know, people have plans, work and stuff. So you know. We we a little late getting the episode out, but we finna bust this thing out. So tonight we're talking about Power Book Three, Raising Canaan, Episode Seven. Stay in your lane. So CP, I'll start off with you tonight, cause I know you feeling some type of way about this episode. So what, what first thoughts? Oh, uh, I uh, I didn't really, I wasn't really crazy about the episode. I I'm sick of Canaan. I'm I'm just sick of him. I'm just. I'm just sick of him. And then at the beginning, there was just some timeline. <laughs> there was just some timeline problems for me at the beginning. So eh, it wasn't. I mean, it was it was a necessary evil. Some of the stuff happened had to happen, but eh. All right, uh, Marvin. First thoughts. Um. First thoughts. Uh. First, let me apologize to really be because I texted her yesterday and said, "Are we working tonight?" And then I turned around and said, I told you. Oh, you spoiled a little bit of it? I yeah, I he did. Saturday he spoiled it. He said, I saw this shit. I saw all this shit, yo. I knew what was getting ready to happen. I'm like, I had to get up out of the chat because I knew I was getting ready to spoil it for her because she hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, I stayed out of the chat, but Marvin texted me because I, I asked him about something. And then he was like, I told you about. Scrappy, no, he said, I told you Scrappy was alive. I was like, I haven't seen the episode. Yeah. He was like, he was like asked, oh, damn. Asked, I'm like, are we working tonight? Like, I ain't heard nothing from nobody. We working tonight, y'all? What's up? And she like, I'm out of town. I'm like, I told y'all Scrap wasn't dead. And she like, I didn't see the episode yet. <laughs> All right, so that's I'm, good. I meant to take my iPad with me, and I forgot. And so I was going to log into... Stars, and I didn't want to watch it from my phone, so I just didn't even get to it. So, but yeah. you know, all in all, back to what I was saying. Um, retro, when you text me and said, Man, just be ready, yeah. All right, so that's a good point yeah. for us to start in. So, the episode <laughs> kicks off with Rock, she leaving the hospital, 
and might not say she's looking really good tonight. <laughs> right. She uh leaving the hospital and we see now she has a bodyguard. Like he just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, she got a driver slash bodyguard now. Right. So they're leaving the hospital. So let's go ahead and clear one thing up. Obviously this is the the, the next day or maybe a couple of days later. So I'm assuming she's going to the hospital to check on. Yeah, I feel like it was a couple of days later. Yeah. So we learned that uh, Scrappy is alive. So I was wrong, but I was right about him losing the eye. I told you, Marvin. He they had yeah. he definitely yeah. lost that eye, boy. He lost the and eye. I was wrong too, because I was like, he dead. He is dead, dead. But I was wrong too. Yep. What'd she say? Battle tested. Yeah. yeah. He was. Man, they put him through. Yeah, he so, said he lost a kidney and an eye. A kidney and an eye. So uh Rocking her driver, you know, she's on high alert right now. So, you know, because she, when she come out the hospital, she even asked, you know, do you see anything? Yeah. And, um, the bodyguard was like, no. So then um, it switches to them, uh, what she calls, well, no, Lulu calls her from a payphone. And um, he's like, I'm here. And she was like, batter up. So, you know, that's that code for, you know, go put in work. And mm-hmm. Lulu was like, you know, if I do this, you know, we finna be into a whole different situation. And, like, we finna be at war. And she was like, we already at war. I can't yeah, she's see, like, we been at war. <laughs> I can't see how. I can't see how because, I mean, they short on workers. They short on work. <laughs> they short on everything. <laughs> they short-handed. They short-handed. <laughs> they need some soldiers. <laughs> so you see Lulu posted up on a block, you know. He watching Warrell and his old lady come back in from the night. You know, I guess they coming in from a date or whatever. You know, he looked so gleefully and happy. I'm like, yo, I, I thought he was gonna spray him right there. You know, I thought he was going. That's I'm, what I thought. I thought he, he was just gonna spray the street and pull off. Yeah, because he had a he had a perfect opportunity. I mean, he had that's, a perfect that would have been a yeah. That I that's the only only the reason why I say well maybe he didn't well because the first thing I thought of was because old girl was with him. what no not that part I didn't think he cared about that but the part was. Like you in your car, like you you gonna you gonna pull a hit in your actual car. That was the only thing that made me think, okay, he gonna wait and go inside because why would you use your car? Like you don't have like a beat around, kick around, you know, car with no tags on it that you can use for something like this. So in case somebody does see you, right. but like, dude, you, again, you're in a brand new sob. Like, <laughs> come and on, chrome down, sitting on chrome. <laughs> right, like so that's the only reason why I was like, well, maybe that's why he went. I don't know. But that's what I thought about. So uh, we did see where uh, Marvin and Kanan may have put their little plan in motion about this drive-by serving the fiends on the block. And I think it's kind of a little stupid idea that they got, you know, where they're doing the fundraising. Like, who stands on the middle of the street with a box of candy? In the middle middle of the night? (laughs) Yeah. With fucking, with a box of candy? (laughs) Now, I'm going to say this. Now, this is what I am going to say about that. First of all, that was the first thing that I had a problem with this timeline at the beginning of the episode because you you don't set that up overnight. Like that's not something that Marvin. First of all, he ain't even that damn bright. You you didn't set that up overnight. You know what I'm saying? And so that had to have taken a couple of days to get that kind of a system in place. And so that's why when you were like, oh, maybe it's the next day. I was like, it had to be, in my mind. It had which, to be at least a couple right, of days which in goes my mind. Back to what CG was saying when he said accelerated uh accelerated writing because when you when you mentioned that I was just like you know what yeah you know what I'm saying like it's kind of it's kind of quick they set up shop and got that pumping and jumping quick 
Yeah, because, I mean, how do they customers even know to pull up on them right here? So, right, and how do they know the system? Like, right. like you know, because, again, I have a, um, I, mean, I have seen some crackheads in the middle of the night selling some candy because they're trying to get they, you know, they just stole it from the family, you know, but, like, not like the way they had it set up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, not like that. Right. So we see they got a good little system put together, uh, what they think is a good little system where, you know, they buy the candy, then they pull up to the gas station and do come and serve them or whatever the case may be. Um, so, you know, Marvin is posted up, you know, he kind of watching everything and, you know, observing everything and monitoring the situation and kind of see, you know, if everything will go off without um, any hiccups. And um, for the most part, everything seemed to be rolling pretty smooth. You know, buddy came by, he dropped the bag in the car, you know, give him the money and everything. So, you know, it seemed like they got a pretty clean system, but, you know, they are posted up in the front of the gas station. So, you know, this can't, right. this ain't gonna last long, you know, before they post Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Katie. Next scene, shout out to Katie. He got the polo boots on. Y'all know I got the boots right. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to what you say, CP, uh, you know, I get that y'all trying to, you know, bring us back the nostalgia of the 90s, the way they dress and everything, but they're just a little too... Now, this called me crazy, because y'all know I love my Ralph Lauren, but they got a little too much Ralph Lauren. I mean, we wore other stuff in the 90s besides Ralph Lauren. I mean. Right, and that's the thing. Somebody <laughs> somebody left in my comments, because I said the same thing in my review, and somebody left in my comments, nah, nah, like Polo and... What did they say? Polo and Not a something... Cool. It wasn't not, Tommy Hilfiger. Nah, in New York, that was the thing. I was like, I get it. It was the thing in DC too, but we wore other stuff. Like right. even the flyest of the flyest dude wore other stuff. Yeah. That was the only point I was making. Like that they don't wear nothing else but polo. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. That but it is what it is. What you gonna say? But uh, right. But um Ralph Lauren is obviously sponsoring them. <laughs> they got to be giving them something. Like, is this? It's got to be something. I'm sorry. Because it's every episode at this point. <laughs> it's yeah. like all the main characters, they, they address the polo, but I can't be bad at it. They on that trick, daddy. You know, I only wear polo. <laughs> so you see <laughs> Lulu, he creeping in to the spot. Um, so he was able to get into uh, Warrell's spot. You know, he creeping up on them, whatever. You know, I thought, okay, he got a perfect opportunity. Clear shot. I don't, I, just, he, I don't know how he. I don't know how he fucked this up. I don't know how he fucked this up. First off, Marvin, you the re- resident gun expert, so go ahead and talk to us about this technology. First off, understand something. I am, <laughs> I am highly upset that he missed. I don't see how he missed. Listen, I don't know how he I missed. Mean, either. You know when he said it's a Tech Nine, it jammed. I understand that because. Being in the being in the the Second Amendment field, you know what I'm saying, and being an advocate for Second Amendment rights, I do a lot of shooting, and I have shot the Tech Nine, and yes, it has jammed. Those things been around since forever. They're horrible guns, but at the same time, we talking about where he was versus where they were at. Right. You talking less than you talking maybe 15 feet. He and the element hit. of surprise. And he the element of surprise. Both of them. Exactly. I could have well, hit both of them with a bean popper. 
Well, he definitely brought the wrong weapon. He he definitely brought the wrong weapon. I mean, he like I said. I mean, even with even with, and going back to what you say, first, CP, he had the element of surprise. How did he lose his opportunity? Like even with the you first, did all that spray and it didn't hit nothing. You exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like even in the beginning, when he saw them there again, like 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 really, B said you have he should have started spraying when he was walking up there. When you saw them in that moment. Your finger should have already been on the trigger. Yep. Right. Going. Problem solved. How did you miss? And then so Warrell, you know, he get his gag. He started blasting back, whatever. Shut the door. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is <laughs> not going to happen. He's not going to get away. And sure enough, as soon as um, Lulu kicked that door down and we seen the curtain blowing, we he didn't get in there. Window. He had to went out the window. He now let me now. Now how did Lulu miss him? Like, like you don't automatically go to your car and ride around the neighborhood. He is literally butt ass naked running down the street with a robe, with a gun in his head, <laughs> and I mean, the robe open. No slippers, no nothing. <laughs> right, like he is literally, literally <laughs> running down, and he it wasn't even like he was trying to hide. He is running down the middle. Of the damn street, butt ass naked with a robe on. Like yeah. it was, I couldn't even see if he was on the sidewalk hiding behind cars. No, 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 no. Literally the middle of the street. I was like, now, if yeah. there was a way to fuck something up, Lulu has done it. Now, <laughs> like, in Lulu's but you know, defense, uh, in Lulu's defense, I will say, and it ain't really his defense. It seemed like he zoned out. From the actual mission and what the what the task was supposed to oh, be. Oh, girl threw him off. Oh, girl threw him off because I mean she she would she would have been innocent in all this. So I mean if he would have killed her and not him, he probably would have felt bad about that situation. So I think that's kind of what in that life you can't feel off. bad though. Everybody I was gonna say he saw him go upstairs with the girl, so he knew what he was walking into when he was that's like true. he didn't know he was gonna walk in on on what he actually you know, them in the middle of that, but you had, you had to know that you're walking in and you literally you saw him walk up with a girl. You know she didn't I can leave. say though, I can say though, they got to it real quick. Cause god damn, he wasn't downstairs that long. <laughs> but it you don't know take what? Long. take me back to uh in too deep. <laughs> he was having this God moment. <laughs> he was having this God moment, but you know, God yeah. cut old dude's tongue out. <laughs> he talking about pick the he told old girl to pick the tongue up and finish the job. <laughs> That's what if that I was you, I picked the tongue up and finish the job. There's a lot of in too deep references in this show. So I mean, damn in too deep and paid for. Yep, paid in full too. Uh, Lou, you fucked up work. I'm disappointed. Beyond fucked up, like that, like you, that was some Canaan level of flubbing. It, that he's you rubbing did. off. <laughs> his, Golly, oh, he's rubbing off on all the family. Exactly. Golly, <laughs> Canaan. So uh, we get back to the restaurant. You know, Canaan. Uh, oh well, uh, Rock pulls up, and you know, Canaan. You know, opens the door for her. You know, they kind of have a little conversation. To talk about uh, what's going on with Scrappy, you know, she give him an update on Scrappy's condition that you know he lost the eye, the kidney, he's battle tested, built on the streets, all that good stuff. So Kanan actually has a moment where he he kind of regrets, you know, the things that he was saying about uh, Scrappy, Scrap, about right? Him being the snitch about the stash house and all that good stuff. 
and, you know, Rock kind of reassures him that, you know, he's going to be all right. You know, you know, he was built for this. You know, he's been and he know what life, he, right. He know what the, he know what it was when he chose. This. Yeah, he, he bought this life. And he so lucky to still be alive. So, yeah. But this is the second thing <laughs> right. that kind of threw me off. And again, I don't, I, I don't know where you know, you're going I don't, don't, don't want to be right petty. I'm but right there with you. again, I'm like, why are we acting like this is the first update you done got on Scrappy? But clearly this is not like immediately after Rock took him to the the hospital. Like it's something off with the timeline because Yeah, because she don't have she don't had a uh chance to set up, you know, this bodyguard. Right. You know, Marvin didn't have it right. Right. You Marvin didn't had a chance to set up his whole shop down at the gas station. Lulu and they her him and Rock have clearly had a conversation about what the move what the next move was going to be because he knew exactly what to do. And Kanan has clearly had time to set up a whole date with his mama, dinner date with meet his girlfriend. Like that didn't happen in 12 hours. You know what I'm saying? And it seems to me like y'all would have already like scrap not having an eye and losing a kidney. I feel like that's information they would have already had. Right. But that's just again, I'm not trying to be petty, but that's just kind of what came to me. I was like, so how many like with the buck twenty thing, like I mean, with the um, the you know, the D Wiz thing, we we saw the, the we we saw the the obituary, so we knew okay, this has been at least like a week, week, and you know what I mean, like we we had. So a, what we're missing is this an indicator of that. Time yeah, because if 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 a body drops in my front lawn, I feel like I would have had an update like that night, even if you didn't know everything, everything. But him losing the eye, him losing like she, it seemed like the information she had was. Like, okay, I just left the hospital. And I, we know her ass ain't sitting by Scrap's bedside for two days. Like, we know that didn't happen. So, I don't know. It just threw me off a little bit. But, again, I don't want to be petty. But just all of that right there in the beginning sequence, the timelines just didn't seem to coincide for me. So, we get to the restaurant. And um, Kane has set up this date for uh, his mom and to meet Davina. And Davina's there. And you see, did you clock how when they were walking into the restaurant, how the white folks were looking at them? Like they don't belong there? You know, they were giving them their side eye, like, what are they doing here? No, I and, didn't even pay attention to that. Well, I did. I caught it. <laughs> and so, um, uh, Kanan actually has another surprise for his mom. Um, Symphony shows up. And of course, you know, she gets up out of the restaurant and storms off. You know, she's still mad at him about, you know, uh, him not telling her about picking Kanan up at the, uh, police station, which I was very surprised to see that because I thought when he had walked away in the last episode, I was like, okay, yes, he's done. He's nothing to chase behind her. He's nothing to beg her. But uh, he shows up for the date. And so, uh, you know, she gets up and she walks out the restaurant or whatever. And he goes behind her. You know, Kanan tries to go behind her too, but, you know, he tells Kanan, like, you know, I got this. Stay here with your date. And so, uh, you know, she's pissed. And so they get outside, and, you know, he holler out uh, holler oaks. And I guess this is a, a music group. <laughs> you don't know Holland Oaks? No, I don't know Holland Oaks. I'm sorry. You got to put me on game with my Holland Oaks. I rarely. I You've hear heard Holland Oaks before. Y'all might not know it's Holland Oaks, but y'all have heard Holland Oaks before. Yeah, I was going to say, I when he was singing this shit, yeah. I heard it at work on the radio a few times. Sarah Smiles. Yeah. Sarah Smiles. Um, he said that Sarah Smiles was his favorite song. So he started. Yeah, that's my song. jam right there. I mean, his singing, his singing was terrible, but the song, y'all have heard the song. <laughs> Y'all have heard the song. I love. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna have to go YouTube and, and check it out. <laughs> yeah, I love Holland Oaks. And, so, and other know, and other R and B artists have covered Sarah Smile. So even if you don't know their version, you've probably heard the song. Okay, got you. 
So, uh, you know, he, he, he uses that as an opportunity to be kind of one of a, a, a icebreaker. And so, uh, you know, they, they have a little bit of a conversation back and forth. And, you know, he apologized for getting in the middle of between her and Kanan, which she had already warned him. So, you know, he's trying to make right. You and know. you see her melting. Like, the yeah, more he melt. talks, you see her melting. Yep. Yeah. But I never got the impression that he was done with her. I got the impression that he was like, like, she left him standing there. Because he even said, are you serious right now? And she was like, yeah, we're done. And she walked yeah, she off. Like, no, she didn't. Uh, when she was like, that's it, that's all, he turned off and he walked off. Because remember, she went back across the street when they was having that commotion out in front of the uh, show. Right, but she was the one that said, he was like, that's, yeah, she was like, yeah. Anyway, but I never got the impression that it was her, I mean, that it was him. I always felt like he was still open to being with her, but he wasn't about to sit there and argue in the middle. Like, he wasn't, I, I think in that moment, he knew there was nothing he could say. And I think he was like, I'm going to buy my time. And, you know, I'll try. I, I got the impression that he tried to call her and he tried to reach out to her and she wouldn't talk to him. So I, I never felt like he was done with her. I always felt like she was done with him. Well, right, right, right. This thing was more appropriate on how he handled the situation because after she said that's it, that's all, you know, he walked off. It wasn't nothing else left to discuss. Yeah, it wasn't nothing to say. Yeah, you know, um, So he does tell her that he misses her. And, you know, so eventually they make right. And uh, they go back in, they have a nice dinner, you know, and, you know, he grabs her hand at dinner and tells her how beautiful she are. And, you know, Kanan agrees, like, yeah, she is beautiful. You kind of see Davina looking at that situation. And I'm not going to say she was, you know, she had a look about her like, you know, this is what a family is supposed to be like, or this is what, you know, uh, a relationship is supposed to be like or whatever. And so, you know, Kanan kind of picks up on that vibe, too. And he grabs her hand. You know, they're holding hands. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this ain't going to go the way we think it's going to go. And sure enough, it did it. And so, um, you know, here go Kanan again, making stupid-ass moves. Because when the waiter comes around, bring the bill. He's talking about, I got the, I got the bill. I'm going to pay the bill. And, you know, Rock kind of gives him a little look. Like, where you getting money from to pay for this kind of meal? And, you know, of course, Tiffany was like, tell him to keep his money. Right, because that looked like a five meal. Star, at least a four or five-star restaurant. That's a five-star restaurant. Listen here. That bill was about $300. <laughs> Maybe four. <laughs> that bill was about $400. They look like they had some filet, but y'all, that bill was hot. <laughs> you know, Rock pulled herself together because she was like, you know, she, you know how Rock is. Rock don't, you know. She don't sit on nothing. When she she pick up on the vibe, you know, she ready to move on it right there. So she, I felt like if everybody else wasn't there, she would have asked them, you know, where you get this money from? And so, you know, they walking down the street, you know, and Symphony got to put class in session on them. You know, he give them a little uh, history about the building that they walk up on and whatever. The Dakota. Dakota. And so, um, you know. Say, here, you go, say, here you go educating niggas again. Class in session. That's what he said. Yep. Class in session. And so, you know, Davina looks like she's having a nice time. Did Am I the only one who felt like she was having a nice time on a date? Yeah, I think she had a good time. Okay, all right. Hold it. I don't know why she went on a date. But... Right, that's what I'm saying. Hold that nugget. So, uh, you know, they getting ready to break out or whatever. You know, Rock signal for her, her driver to come on, pick them up or whatever. You know, uh, she uh, sends Kane and, and Davina on about their way. You know, they have a little conversation about her being a young mother and she don't want to be a young grandmother. Or whatever. So, you know, they leave for the night, you know, and of course, Symphony and Rock, you know, they get ready to go back to his place. So, 
you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you know, this this relationship is, uh, you know, building, you know, because, you know, last week he clapped them cheeks. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe they are, you know, dating now or whatever case may be because the little girl looked like she was having a nice time on a date. Huh. Okay. Clapping them cheeks. <laughs> Clapping so, them cheeks. That's the soft way. Of, that's the soft blow. The soft way of saying it. So uh, she go up to the driver. She tell the driver that the block is hot. So basically, you know, she telling him to be, you know, on alert. You know, because you got mm-hmm. kids in the car or whatever the case. Keep may be. your head on a swivel. Right. And so we switch the jukebox of her little girlfriend, where she announces uh, that you know, uh, poor you know, little, Nicole, about the little the poor little, little uh, ball. I guess it's her school dance or something that they're going that she's invited. It's like to a her. it's like a debutante ball. That's what I was thinking it was too. Okay, so we're on the same page with that. Is that is that the same thing as uh what they call that shit? A uh, uh, turnabout. <laughs> you said a debutante. You said a debutante. Yeah, debutante. Yeah. So it's like it, you being like, because isn't that the same thing they were talking about like the beginning of the uh, when they when we first met Nicole. And she was telling mm-hmm. her about this the, the ball or whatever. I she had like been talking. That. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. She had been talking about yeah. this little dance. I just yeah, I don't think it was, it was actually like a, a debutante, but like a debutante, like part of like their society, like their high society type, high society, like a rite bro. of that's... passage. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, I, I gotcha. Because got I've never heard of really like a debutante. I've heard of. I was a debutante. Huh? I was a debutante. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know nothing about all that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry really, B. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know about it's homecoming. It's all good. It's all good. I know about homecoming, <laughs> homecoming and all that good stuff. Prom. Yeah, that's that. Prom. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like you being introduced to society. So, oh, okay. Um, that's smooth. That's smooth. They're having a conversation. Uh, you know, Nicole is trying to get Jukebox to tell her uh, you know what she's wearing to the ball. You know and she pretty much. Uh, matter of fact, this does go back a couple episodes. Remember when we was at the store? And, you know she was trying to figure out. You know they were talking about it then. So uh, you know this is something that she's been planning. You know for jukebox yeah, for, for, for a while. For a while, yes. Yeah. So it, it's the day before or the night before or whatever the case may be. And so you know she pretty much tells jukebox, you know, wear what you want to wear, wear what you. You know you're comfortable with. She's like, I ain't finna wear no Tims and no sweatshirts on my girlfriend's dance, her big dance. So you know she's all enamored because she referred to her as a girlfriend or whatever the case may be. So we already see that this relationship is is building. And mm-hmm. so we switch back to uh, Kanan uh, is not out front of Davina's house, and you know he's seeing her in for the night or whatever the case may be in. Um, the next door neighbor comes out and she's like, uh, Davina, come get this baby. She was like, you know, your mama need to get this child. You a child yourself. Like, you know, I can't keep keeping this baby or whatever. And so she was like, my mom's down south dealing with some things. So do you think that uh, Unique kept his promise and sent his mom, her mom off to rehab? That was the question I asked in my review. Like, is her mom in rehab or is her mom out in them streets? On the streets, right. I don't know. I, I don't know. When she said that her mom is down south dealing with some family things, that right there to me was confirmation that she's probably in the rehab. But we'll see. Um, but either way, I mean, the neighbor's right. This girl's home by herself and taking care of a baby. And so she uses this opportunity to ask him about Famous' song, 
which we already said last week. I said it last week that famous fucked up those lyrics. Yeah, he fucked up. He changed that shit. Four quarters and two dimes. What did he say? Too much in the fucking song. Ain't that what he said? Yeah. Fuck four quarters and two dimes. And then he started talking about D Wiz. And then he was talking about the uh, stash house. I mean, he was just putting too much business out in the street for someone who's not about that life and not supposed to know about it. Well, once again, that's Kanan's fault. Yeah, it is. It the is stash Kane. house is Kanan's fault. Now, the Buck 20 situation, he was there for, but the, the stash house is Kanan's fault. Right. Um, all, all of it is ultimately his fault. But see, well, this yeah. is the part I'm trying to understand. She and her feelings about this. You just went out on a date with this dude. That's you what I'm saying. If you felt like this and you was yeah, that why upset, you <laughs> why are you, like, that's the conversation you had before y'all go to dinner. Right. <laughs> Because she riding that motherfucking high, that's why she like, man, shit. Let me get in where I fit in. I'm, I'm babysitting. I'm, I'm basically no, not babysitting. I'm practically raising my little sister because my mama a crackhead. Yep. When I want to go do something, I have to, I have to basically send her over to the neighbor's house in order to go live my personal life where the neighbor be a teenager, live. be a teenager. And really, the neighbor's not feeling it because the neighbor's just kind of like, hey, yo, you a child, your damn self. How is this, you know what I'm saying? How is this working? I, I just, I thought that was very stupid. I mean, it it was a conversation that needed to be had, but I'm like, uh, CP here, if, if you, if this was on your mind pressing you this much, you didn't seem to be bothered about it at dinner. You didn't seem to be bothered about it on the dates, but you wait till I guess because Kane thought he was getting ready to come in and get some more. <laughs> she that she shit. didn't fucking care. I'm gonna be honest. She no. didn't seem like she didn't seem like she cared. She seemed like it was more so not curiosity, just letting him know, like, hey, yo, I, I know. Still don't, I still don't think you're being honest with me. That's what that is. Yeah, but I right, think exactly. she cared, there though. I do think she cared. I, 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 I definitely mean, think she cared. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, at the end of the day, that was her boyfriend. And I do think, like, I mean, yeah, she's getting it in with Kanan or whatever, but I, I think she, I do think it would be a problem for her if she got confirmation, because I think she suspects. But the confirmation. And she keeps that giving Kanan, him opportunities to be yeah. honest with her. And he's continuing to lie on top of a lie, on top of another lie, and then right. another lie. Well, right. shit, so, he gonna keep he gonna keep lying anyway. Cause I mean, hell, what he tell her? Yeah, he, but the thing about it is, though, the more she pressed him about it, the more she asked questions about it, the more she putting herself in danger. She already in danger right now. She just don't know it, but she's in grave danger. Especially with mm-hmm. the fact that knowing like Rock made confirmation like. Scrap is better. That's my point right there. there you know what I'm saying? That like, puts her in intimate danger right there because, because if it wasn't Scrap. Know, right. Hmm. Now you know, like, okay, well, Scrap And he's going to think back on what Jukebox said to him about her, you know, coming up to that exactly. a stash house. So she's in intimate danger. And the more and more she keep pressing buttons, the more and more, I mean, right now he just dumb as fuck and he ain't put two and two together. But is it, Juliana going to put the twist on that next week? Watch what I say. Because Juliana going to put rock on game about what she heard in that store. That scene was too important for um to us for that to be ride. They ain't going to let that ride. That's going to come back. So uh, that's just uh, numbering her days. I, I feel like her days are numbered at this point. Um, so we switched to uh, Marvin and uh, Rock and Lulu. I feel like they at Baisley. 
they're at the apartments. That um, they are. I feel like they are too because she was like the worker said y'all y'all behind. I feel y'all like that's where schedule, they sit. Right. Yeah. I didn't think she was talking about the streets. I thought she was talking about the apartment too. So we were the same yeah. thing for that. Yeah. And so you oh know, yeah, in the projects. They were uh, meeting up to kind of discuss, you know, Lulu missing his mark. And, you know, which surprised me that he didn't uh, make a second attempt to finish the job. Like That's what I'm not, again, I don't, it's not making sense to me. I don't get, yeah, I don't get that part. Like, how do you not go back and finish the job? You missed dude. Dude got away. Right, the job was not finished. Like y'all said earlier, the man ran down the street in a damn robe with a gun. How hard is it, it, it to not identify that? He should have spun the block right then. That's what I'm saying. He should have been riding around the block looking for this dude. Now, the, again, once again, I say, if he had swung around the block and didn't find him and dude was hiding, then he would have let himself be known. Because, again, they would have known, oh, that's Lulu. That's his car. Yep. But then you turn around and told him it was you anyway. So the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so he pretty much confirmed what we was already thinking that you know the uh, Tech Nine jam, and you know Rock was like, "You used the wrong weapon. You should have used a different gun." But at that same um, point, I feel like she should have sent Marvin in at that point. Yeah, you know? I absolutely feel like Marvin should have been in on that. Yeah, she should have sent Marvin in when Lulu couldn't get the job done. She should have sent Marvin in because I feel like even if Marvin would have went, even if she would have gave him the job initially. I feel like Marvin would have got that work done. Like he might have put, put old girl but, in uh, Warrell and the wall, but he would have got the job done. <laughs> and again, I, I, I understand that she feels like there's certain things that she just can't trust Marvin with, but that's what Marvin does. Like, I, I don't that's know. That's what he good at. Yep. And he keeps telling her that, like, yo, you, you got see, me she told him bit. to make sure. Let me get in the game. You see she made, she told him to make sure that motherfucker she he put in the wall was uh was that was what uh a was, meal was a meal but he still what didn't he... do that right though either he didn't do that right <laughs> but he I kind of understand up, why he did it he but I, 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 I'm gonna wall, give Marvin the, the benefit of the doubt that he put him there temporarily to come back and get him I don't feel like he's gonna leave him there <laughs> so mm-hmm. we switched to uh jukebox he had some kind of a little high end uh department store Lord, or... Lord and Taylor honey they were at Lord and Taylor. Like, like I said, some kind of high-end department store. I just told you where they were. Trying on dresses that she does. She, she <laughs> look, she, I she, thought she looked so uncomfortable in those dresses. But the first one she tried on, she looked nice in. She should have worn that one. <laughs> but, you know, and then you got the little lady looking in on her. So I'm like, everything okay? Now, what do you think the girl going to do? Steal the clothes? I mean... <laughs> that's exactly what she thought the girl was going to do. That's exactly <laughs> what she thought she was going to do. So uh, Jukebox comes out and, uh, you know, she's standing um, there and she, she spots a, 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 I guess it's a, a men's store. She was the men's, the men's department, the men's department. And, you know, we see her, you know, um, you know, get excited and go into the men's department. So we know that she's going to go buy a suit. And so uh, we back to the pizza parlor and, and, and famous goofy ass is playing a video game. That's a goofy ass boy. I can't stop. I can't wait for him to go. Oh my god. You know he remind me of he remind me of steel of uh, fucking juice. He is so fucking goofy. I mean, every scene he in, he just goofy as fuck. Like uh, so he playing a video game, game and talking about how he finna blow up and all this. And Kenny come in all swollen up with his chest out. 
you know, like he finna do something, and you know, uh, he jake he yoke him up real quick, throw up against the little video game machine. Talking about, yo, Davina heard the song, like so. <laughs> he was like, oh, <laughs> right, I don't fucking care. I don't, don't care. care I'm gonna blow up. <laughs> Everybody heard the song, and so you know they have a, um, a conversation back and forth about like, yo, I told you, you know, if you go, famous pretty much confirmed what. Uh, the voiceover 50 said or the voiceover Kanan said last week about what these rappers do you know they see somebody else's life and they write, r- rhyme about it they write about it or whatever the case may be and Kanan's like well yeah you do that shit with somebody else but not mine my life and they make up or whatever but we yeah. see what this is this this is going to be a problem because everybody's hearing this song just like when um Rock and uh, Lulu went and met with the new Connect the dude Dude was with yep. him to hear it. So. Yep. yep. The dude said, hey, I like that song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure so, the fuck did. I say all that to say is how long before Unique hears it? And Unique gonna put the shit together. Famous, you really don't mark yourself because you don't put 10 on 20 on yourself because you rapping about something that you weren't a part of that y'all not supposed to be a part of. Streets need a body. Y'all set D-Wiz up for the kill and now you're still making light of the situation. You're bringing attention back to Kanan being involved in this. So, even after, even after they gave the streets a body, which exactly was, uh, that's my that's what I'm saying. Famous is creating a bigger problem. That's what be the problem. They gave the him. Um, Lulu gave him the uh, Wiz. The Wiz, right? Right. So we get to the trap house, crack house, stash house. And this ignorant ass, overzealous, confident, stupid little fifteen year old motherfucker comes up in here. Where my uncle at? The dudes up in there, you know, they they cooking up where they were about to cook up the work. And I don't know what old dude pulled out, but he was like some shit that you're supposed to cut the coke with uh, when you're cooking a crack and to make it stronger. And that's and that's the whole point. Stretch it. Right, and that's the whole point. They don't know what it is. All they know is the streets is like, yo, my cousin gave me this and said that this shit is fire. (laughs) They don't know. They don't know if it's rap (laughs) poison. They don't don't know know if it's arsenic. They have no idea what it is. Like, come on here, like on some, um, I'm big boss type shit. Talking about he did tell idea. He did tell him though. Yeah, he tried to send them niggas. He sent them niggas talking about uh, if uh, if I'm cool with it, my uncle cool with it. I'm doing the cooking. He did tell him though. He said, "Man, watch how much of that you using." Yeah, because he even said something about it. He was like, uh, "You use more than what we normally would use." Right. He was like, "You stepped on it pretty hard." You stepped on it real hard, and then then he was like, "Oh well, um, I'm trying to get these niggas a real good high." And I, I knew right. Right. Then, the more better then, makes it more better. More better makes it more better. I knew right then that we finna have a problem. I didn't know that. Yeah, more better made it more better. All right. But I knew right then and there it was going to be a problem. But old dude with the orange hoodie on, he was looking at him like this stupid motherfucker. He I'm, was. Glad they, I, I'm glad they ain't trying none of that shit. <laughs> I'm glad they ain't trying to. Katie should have tried some of it. Never Yo, get high on your own supply. The, 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 the further along we get into this show, I, I just I don't see the parallel between power Kane and this Kane. Because this Kanan right That's here. what, listen, that is what's frustrating me the most. Like, this nigga is beyond a fuck up. Like, it, at this point, it's just, it's it's beyond a fuck up. Like, him it's coming in there. everything that he's involved in at this point. 
Right. You know, even the way he handled even the way he handled that whole situation, like you couldn't have waited twenty minutes, an hour, two hours for your uncle. Like it was that urgent. You yep. just gotta prove and then he because said all it like that was, he was a whole he said it like he was a whole motherfucking crack boss. Like yeah, like he right. a anything I'm cool, anything my uncle anything um I'm cool with, my uncle cool with. And I'm like Wait, what? But y'all know what that was about. That was about him showing off the fact that he knew how to cook. That's all that and was. Who was. And who he I'm was. I'm cooking. Because you remember he said, he said, you know who I am? Do you know right. Who I am? So exactly. He was, just, he was just chasing clout. That's what yeah. he was doing. Chasing clout. Yeah, he chased clout, all right. And made a fucking mess of the situation. Oh, my and God. He made a mess. The damn uh, 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 scene out of fucking um, American Gangster. So we then switch to the next scene, and uh, we see Rock pulling up to the uh, to the bodega, and she meets with Julia. And finally, finally, baby don't look battered and bruised. It was so nice to see her not uh, battered and bruised. So then she asks where uh, Gabriel is at, and so uh, she was like, "Oh, he off with his puta, <laughs> right? He off with his bitch, yeah, with his bitch." <laughs> And she was like, I, I, I'd be happy if he don't come home. And uh, Rock was like, well, at least you get a break. And she's like, I'd be happy if he never came back. And so uh, they have a conversation. That's that talk. And That's that talk. Yeah, yeah. This that moment talk. I've been waiting for right here. This is what I've been That's telling y'all. This is what I've been telling y'all was getting ready to happen. She give her y'all the address his, to where her cousin going to be. Link. <laughs> she gave her the address to where her cousin was at when Rock got ready to leave. You know, she grabbed her and she said, "You pick me because you knew who my cousin was." And then she was like, "But I also picked you because mm-hmm. of you are like I had been saying, you are the woman. You know how these men treat us, how they see us, how they hate us." Right there, she said everything that needed to be said. Right there, like I need your help. And um, Rock was like, yo, uh, you doing a favor for me. Let me know when I can do one for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, she And that was open. his death warrant. <laughs> that, yep. was his, that was, that it, was her right husband's there. death warrant right there. Yep. That was yep. it. So he's up out of here. Delivered. Yep. He's up out of here. And he, and he ain't going to make it much longer. And she looked like, yes, finally, I'm finna be free. Shit, he might be out here next episode. That's what I was thinking too. He might be if he get the strong arm and about money again. Yeah, he might be on up out of here next week. So we back to the crack house and they cutting up the work or whatever, and they they violent it up. Um, one of the dudes uh, made the suggestion that you know they'll uh, take a couple of vials out as testers and give out to the fiends before they take it to Van Wick. Van Wick is the street that they're serving on a little candy shop. Yeah. The little candy shop is on Van Wick. That's where they were serving the white folks at on Van Wick. Mm-hmm. And so that's when old buddy tell Kenny, you sure stepped on this real hard or whatever. And he was like, oh, more better, make it more better. And then you see him walking down the street, make money, take money, make money. Like he's 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 rhyming the lyrics to the song. I was like, the theme song. And so mm-hmm. you see Jukebox at his house, you know, trying to get in. And he gave Jukebox the key because she was like, she need to go in and have a place to change because you know she can't go home and put that suit on and Marvin not have 50 million questions about it. Lord. But I feel like he should already have questions about how she dressed anyway because I mean, she dressed like a little boy anyway. She dressed like boxes. a boy, right. <laughs> right, she wear boxes. But, like, 
But I'm sure if she came out with a whole suit, oh, that would have a lot more questions. And Marvin probably, listen, I doubt Marvin, will, I, she probably, she washes her own clothes. Marvin probably don't even pay attention. Like, I just feel like shit like that just be going over his head. Like, I just feel like he well, just shit, don't even we know, know that. You know, we don't pay attention to shit anyway. He ain't pay attention to shit until Lulu told him, like, man, you know, that bullshit, uh, that bullshit, okay. um, showcase your daughter is in. Right, and her name was on the damn flyers. It's not like, and he had even said that day they was fighting in front of Rock House that uh, he had heard Famous and Juke on the phone talking about it. So right. I don't know. I guess it is within one ear, not the other ear with Marvin, because it didn't affect uh, him. He didn't care. Man, why that nigga? Here's my question: though, Before Kanan handed that vial off to Jukebox, what do you think he was getting ready to go do with it? I think he was just keeping it as a souvenir. Like that's my shit. I hope so. Right, that's one he cut up. That's one he cooked up without his mother. Yeah, that was his first. Yeah, I think he was just keeping it as a souvenir. Like that was his shit. Like that was his first. Which it probably would have turned out right if his ass wouldn't have stuck that shit in. No, it would have turned out right if they would have waited on Marvin, because Marvin would probably be like, "No, I don't put that shit in there." You know, or he would have known how much. Or he would have known to only put a certain amount. Like, like what Marvin say, the hardest thing in the world to do is kill a crackhead. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> that's not like, funny. I feel like that is that's funny, man. I feel like Marvin would probably be a little bit more experienced with stretching the work because he's he's talked exactly. about it in too many uh, other episodes about right. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think he would have known yeah. what to do with it. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like if Marvin would have been there, uh, actually things probably wouldn't have turned out the way they did. So we see Detective Howard pulling up on the block. He creeping up the block and he call out. uh uh, Kanan's uh, name uh, through the car, through the squad car. So he hands the uh, crack vial off to Jukebox, which I thought that was a good idea. You know, he just passing it off, you know, so if Yeah, because he, he didn't know what was getting right. He didn't know right. what was getting right happen. So if he searched me, you know, they won't catch me with it. Jukebox, you know, she uh, she skirted on down the street. And so uh, right then and there, I, I just I was like, oh God, what's going to happen now? And so... Detective Howard, CP, this is where you get upset at, so I'm going to try to be patient with you because I know you fit to have a fit. <laughs> I ain't about to have a fit. I just, I mean, I mean, it's only but so many times you're going to show me that again. Like, it's clear that he wants, it's so, clear that he wants Kanan to figure it out without him actually using the word because it ain't but so many times you're going to keep telling me, yeah, me and your mama, we know each other, yeah. You'd be surprised how well I know your mother. Yeah, you'd be surprised about our hey, past. And the, and yeah, the make sure you is, ask your mother about me. Like, it, I and mean, and the reality of it is, CP, you right because if somebody tell me that and say, "Man, me and your mama had a, a, a strong," or "Me and your mama was cool back then, back in the day," or something like that, and you keep saying it, my mental assumption as a guy is like, "You smashed my mama." So now, that's exa- right. Exactly. It's like, it's like, what the fuck are you trying to say? I think he's picked up on that part already, but he still hadn't picked up on the fact that he's alluding to the fact that I'm your dad. Because in his mind, he thinks Def Car is his dad. So, well, I part- know he hasn't figured that part out yet. But what I'm saying, I'm talking about from the depart, from the point of view of the, of Detective Howard. Either you gonna fucking do it, or you're not. Like you know, Rock's not gonna do it. She's made but he's it very trying clear. to force her to do it. That's what I he's get doing. that. But but what I, I get that part. But that's what I'm saying. Like. You're not going to. She's made it clear. She ain't. Th- Listen, Rock gonna hold but, on to that lie. But when he's right. She already choice. told him stay away from my son. But when right, he's she's trying, not. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, go ahead with your thing. What he's trying to do is force her into telling him through Kanan. Because if Kanan right. keeps going back and asking her these questions over and over again, he's trying to get Kanan to push her into a corner into telling him. I understand right. that, but I'm just saying that that's, Rock ain't that kind of woman. Like, that shit ain't never gonna work with her. She ain't that chick. Right, like, she's gonna hold on to that lie. She'll be, she's the type of person, especially that kind of a lie that she's held on to for as long as she has. She's not. There's nothing. Well, she may that, have no choice. She may have and, no choice. I'm gonna say this. She's probably not gonna end up telling him, but she's going to be twisted into helping him. She's going to be twisted into convincing Kanan to give him this bone marrow after what he's done this week. So he may not find out the, the whole truth, but he's going to end up getting what he wants. And right now, his end game is getting that bone marrow. And so, that's fine, too. That's fine. Yeah. So I think he he's he's laying a trap is what he's doing. And Kanan's actions ain't doing them but helping well, yeah, his her fall into that trap because Kanan just keep fucking up after fucking up after fucking up and after this shit right here with that little white girl like Marvin said we can't kill we can't let no white folks die off this shit and what happened yep yep that's exactly what he said he said so, if white people start dying off of this y'all can forget because what Kanan really should have done is, and Kanan shouldn't even be standing here talking to him his mama already told him when you see him go the other way but well, would you stop good. and have a whole conversation with him so you ain't doing nothing but just putting put gas on this fire? And even Burke was like, what is with you and this kid? And he's like, uh, the children are our future. So right. eventually she's going to figure it out. Right. A whole nother damn subliminal, like, you know what I'm saying? You dying. So you got the kids are our future. Like, so oh you, yeah, I need this little fucker. So you got the, you got the whole you got everybody involved in the situation now that's going to put 10 on 20 and figure this shit out. Burke's going to figure it out. Eventually, Kanan's going to question his mom about it. And she's going to lie away around it or whatever the case may be. But we'll see how that unfolds. I think we're going to get uh, I think we're going to get our answer or our resolution to this sooner than later, Chris. Well, uh, we ain't got but three more episodes, so we have to. <laughs> <laughs> We get so that shit the, uh, next Sunday, or we get that shit either Sunday or Sunday after next. I think so too. So you see the uh, the workers, they out on the street and they are uh, giving out the testers to the fiends, and the fiends go back to their little crack house, their little smoke house, or whatever, and <laughs> you know they start getting high and she, poor little crackhead. <laughs> I know, poor little crackhead. One puff, <laughs> one hit, them niggas are out. They up out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. They up out of here, like. And then you would think, like, now they got their testers, like you said, they went back to the crack house. The one dude hit it and instantly passed out. And the other one talking about, oh, is that good? No, you motherfucker, is that, that deadly? That <laughs> when he realized the nigga was dead, he thought he just nodded out. Yeah. He was like, he oh, I want out. some yeah. of that. And they now out here. Wonders. They are yeah. out here. I'm a... I'm a I'm gonna just say this last piece about about that because it hit me. I think that's the season finale. I think the revelation about who came, about Howard being Kanan's daddy. I think that's the season finale. I think that's a. I think that's gonna be a carryover storyline for who? For for all of them. Because if this would have been a one season and that's it, 
that would have been a perfect way to end it. Like, okay, this is your daddy, you saved his life, whatever, whatever. Or right. however that's gonna work out. But now we care but now we got a season two. So that's a storyline that can ticket that can continue to carry over. It's going to continue, but I think he's going to get that bone marrow before the end of this season. You watch. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying season, but I think that's what I, y'all were saying next episode. I'm just saying I think that's season finale. Like, I think this continues to drag out for the next couple of episodes. But that's just me. Because, you know, next episode is going to be all about Nicole. Well, uh, no, next, ep- ne- next episode is going to be, uh, I-, I-, I think it's going to be, uh, I, I, we're gonna get uh, a bits and pieces about the whole Nicole situation, but I think they they finna go at it next episode. I think they all well, yeah. The war is on. Def- yeah, oh, yeah, the war that's is true. on. That's that's true. The war is definitely on. But go ahead. I'm sorry. We getting especially having it. Dominique threatening um having um I mean having Neek threatening uh Lulu Lulu. Yeah, y'all gonna have to help me with that scene. But go ahead. So we get to the park. Uh, jukebox and Nicole at the park, and you know, they're talking about tonight. You know, Nicole still begging uh, Jukebox for her dress. Jukebox gives her uh, a tape that she made for her, and she said, Listen to this tonight when you get dressed. And so, you know, she see a little pretzel uh, stand, she's like, Oh, I love pretzel. So, Jukebox runs off to go get her a pretzel. And so, the little girl uh, puts a card in Jukebox uh, book bag, and she see the crack in the book bag. Now, I'm not gonna victim blaming. I don't like to do that. But I mean, part of what happened to the little girl is she was roguish. She shouldn't have stole, she shouldn't have took some shit that didn't belong to her. I'm that, that, you, that, I mean ain't, that, old ain't yeah. that what your parents teach you? Exactly. If it don't belong to you, leave it the don't fuck alone. Leave it to fuck alone. Leave but, it where it's at. Well, yes, this is Kanan's fault, but a lot of this goes back to what happened at the showcase with uh, Crowd Camacho and that Lace Blunt. When she smoked that, she had already got a little taste of that crack. So she probably was trying to repeat that that that, that scenario when she saw the crack, she was going to take it and say, oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to do this again. I'm going to try this again. You know, I like this. I'm going to try this shit again. And she probably was trying to figure out what Jukebox was doing with it, which I was very surprised as open as they are with one another and as close as they are, I would have expected her to ask Jukebox what she's doing with it. I was surprised that she didn't say something to Jukebox about it either because, I mean... They real close. Right. She knew, you know, Jukebox was in the boosted and all that, but nothing that Jukebox has ever given any impression about drugs, you know. And and. it seems like they had a conversation about that where she even said that she don't do drugs. Think right. And the, the other part about that is, I agree with you saying that, you know, she got a taste of, you know, the, 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 the blunt, whatever. But what we found out, not to jump ahead, but what we did find out later on was she had she's not been, new to drugs. Yep, she had already been so had I, that, I, uh, I, I yep. feel like she, she had was already whole developing She had the whole setup in her Right, yeah, you... Yeah, like the average person don't just have a pipe in they in they house. I feel like she was already developing a habit, which is why she stole it. Yep. Because yep. I mean, if all she had ever had was a blunt, like you don't go from a blunt to crack overnight. Like, yeah, it had, yeah, it was laced. I get that part, but I, I just feel like I just feel like she. I'm not saying she was already doing crack, but she I was feel like she was already. Yeah, I feel like yeah. she was already curious. You yep. know, and you're right. It probably didn't, but but it also explains why she was so quick. To hit the blunt because she's already getting hot. Like she wasn't no angel, and oh, oh no, I've never tried it before. Let me see if I like it. Nah, she was already fucking getting hot. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, but, but that's got... gonna be blowback on jukebox though. It's gonna blow back. It's initially it's gonna blow back on jukebox, uh, but eventually uh, it's gonna blow back towards Canaan, and we see that because of the next scene. I don't know how uh, the workers found out what was going on, but you know Marvin is sitting out in front of the house, and it seems like when Marvin and Canaan are on their uh, shenanigans, Rock ain't no, we're never around. So Canaan get in the right. car and they pull, pull pull out. Marvin takes them to the crack house where all the dead things are at. And you just see <laughs> you just see you just see the look all on his face like, oh shit, I don't fucked up. What did he tell him? Get in the fucking car. He ain't even he ain't even let them drive off. Yep. And they walk in and it's like four, five. How many of them was up in there? About four, five, six of them up in there. Right. And they Dang. said we got a couple of more bodies at another house down the street. That, he did say that. I thought I heard him say that there was a couple more bodies down the street. So that that was confirmation because I thought I heard him say that too. So Kane is just like, oh shit, we got to get this shit off the street. We got to let people know. Marvin, like, shut the fuck up. We ain't finna tell nobody nothing. Right. We <laughs> like him. What did he say? Did he <laughs> right. say he had to tell his mama? Well, he said that after the fact because when Marvin was like, we're going to clean it up, we're going to do this and do that, he was like, we got to tell my mother. He was like, the fuck we do? Like, this, like, nigga, what is wrong with you? You're not even supposed to be, like, you and Marvin are supposed to walk in the opposite direction when y'all see each other. Not only, right. not only, not only are you not supposed to be with Marvin, I don't think, the other thing you I don't think painted in the streets. You don't the other thing part of life right now. Right, but the other thing I don't think Kanan understands either is what Marvin's doing is a violation. He yep. has started his own crew without letting Rock know and getting her permission. So because remember, that's going back the to other the, problem. The, uh, the, uh, the project, they made a comment about that gas station or uh, that candy right. shop. And Marvin was like, I don't remember that. I don't, I don't know. About know. That. Yeah, because they, 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 they uh, pinned uh, it on uh, Meek. They pinned it on Unique. Yeah. Lulu's assumption was it was Nick shit. Yep. Yeah. And Mar was like, I don't know nothing about it. Right. So, so and again, right. he's so, already out of pocket right now because he don't set up right. a whole crew and got Kanan involved in it. Right. So Rock not up. only are you not supposed to be a part of this Kanan, I ain't even supposed to be doing the shit that I'm doing. Yep. So and the other dude looking at him like you stupid as fuck, yo. You stupid. So he panicked. Yo, did you see how fast that nigga snitched on Kanan though? So did. That nigga was like, <laughs> it's his fault. He did it. I told him to wait for you. This motherfucker think he know it. I was like, get it. You better get him. You better get him. But but that I hate to say it like this. I mean, I really do hate to say it like this, but that's what the fuck he get. Because he came in there with the big head. He tried to sun them niggas. He tried to come in there with the big head. Like, I run this shit right here. Y'all working for me. This is my idea. So, I mean, you, you was out of pocket to begin with. And, and now you facing the consequences of your Bad decision making. Facts. So we see Rock at the fight, and uh, she's meeting with her potential new connect, ha- uh, uh, Joaquin, yeah. uh, which is Julia's cousin. Yeah. And so you know she's talking business and how she's looking for a new supplier, and you know she's a good opportunity to work with or whatever the case may be. But uh, Joaquin, uh, Joaquin is like, uh, this is a competitive market, and she's like, I'm finna eliminate my competition. And right, so, uh, Lulu, it's about to be one. Yep. So Lulu, uh, I guess, uh, is uh, Joaquin's worker or bodyguard, or lieutenant, like lieutenant, yeah, his lieutenant, right hand man, whatever. I don't know what their roles are. You know, they sit back there talking about the uh, showcase or whatever. You know, 
Lulu um, is kind of soaking that up, you know, that affirmation that, you know, that's my shit out there. Because, you know, he rubbed his chest and whatever. So, you know, right. like, yeah. yeah. And you saw Raquel, but did you see me? Raquel roll her eyes, though? Yeah, because, you know, she was kind of ear hustling, but at the same time, while she was having a conversation with old boy. And, uh, you know, they were talking about the cousin, too. But, you know, my cousin got good intuition, except for her husband. Right, when it comes to men. <laughs> so he was like, you know what? I enjoyed the conversation, but, you know, I'll be in touch. And that wasn't what she was looking for because she was ready to start talking numbers. Mm-hmm. She was ready to get work right right now. Right then and now. And mm-hmm. she needs that work because she, they already told her she's running low and they keep yeah. stretching on what they got. It ain't enough. She finna be out. They finna be ass naked, bone dry, out of work. So, you know, she's kind of freaking out at this point. Like, I need this work. So, uh, the little girl's at the house. She got her Snow White Cinderella looking dress on and the mama come in and why do the mama look like she on some shit? Cause it, she probably is. <laughs> Cause she mama, probably is. That mama look like she was on some shit. She looked different from the other episodes she was in. <laughs> that mama look like and that mama is She just seemed too antsy in this fucking episode. Well what what she's trying to do is she is trying to do what uh she, well first of all she's trying to convince her daughter that she's not a lesbian. She know that the girl's a lesbian. She know it for herself, but she hasn't come to reality that this little girl is a lesbian. So she's trying to talk her into having sex. She's dropping subliminals. She was like, "Oh, I hope you. Uh, I hope he don't try anything with you tonight. Oh, well, if he does, you better use protection. I don't want to be a grandmother. You know, she's dropping little subtle hints that it's okay for her to have sex with this little boy tonight. Right. And and she's telling her like, "Mom, I'm not interested. I can't get pregnant off uh, lesbian sex." And she was like, you're not a lesbian. She took advantage of you. And a girl is sitting here telling you to your face. I'm she a lesbian. Right. And she still ain't feeling it. And so this would make me feel like because of what happened to her, they're going to go after Jukebox. Yep. So the daddy come in. He just clueless as fuck. He don't know what the fuck going on. <laughs> so, that daddy seemed like he just walking the house, had him a drink and be like, leave me the fuck alone. I, know that's I right. feel like I feel like that's exactly what it is because when the minute she was like, "Mom gave me permission to have sex tonight," his nigga was like, "What the fuck? What? What's going on <laughs> like... in here?" So she put them on the fuck up out of her room so she could finish getting dressed, and she locked the door. And um, you know, uh, we uh, we switched back to uh, Symphony and Raquel. They having their second session because we missed the first session they had. In the first session that they would have, you know, they were getting it in or whatever. You know, she was trying to take control of the situation. He told her. Um, listen, you don't always have to be in control, you know, sit back and let me take care of you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he goes down on her, or whatever. So in this scene, this is a very important scene right here, I can't forget this one. Because in this scene, you know, I think Symphony is content with just straight fucking. And, and you know, they having a good time, and, you know, they doing their thing. But, you know, this this situation went a little left. Because then she started complimenting him on how he would make a good father. And she apologized to how she behaved to him, you know, about the whole Canaan situation. So I feel like she's really started to become a woman with him. Because before she was a little aggressive and, you know, trying to take control of the situation, paying for the meals and stuff like that. So he's kind of seen her let her guards down. Uh, He's working her down. And he's working her down in all the right ways. He's smooth talking. He's dicking her down. You know, he's supportive to her. 
So he's breaking her walls all the way down. And she mm-hmm. goes up and asks him, do you want a baby? And he looked like, what? <laughs> baby? Huh? baby? I thought she was getting ready to say she was pregnant. The way she was talking, I, yeah, like the way that conversation too. was going. <laughs> yeah. I was like, rock, you then got when something she to tell said, her? She said, well, what if you had the baby with me? That's what I was thinking she was getting ready to say, uh, I'm late. <laughs> right, that's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for her to say. But what do you take from this? Because his reaction was, I, I can understand why he's kind of thrown off guard on it because, I mean, I wouldn't want to, you know, and she even speaks to, for the first time we actually hear her say that, you know, I'm not going to be in this life forever. You know, right. she was like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to set stuff up so I can pass this off to Lulu and collect checks. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be in this life forever. But I still wouldn't want to raise no baby with you. <laughs> right. Your house gets shot up every episode. Yo, I don't want my child nowhere near you. Right. Yo, her house gets sprayed every week, yo. <laughs> Damn, somehow. Bodies just being dropped in your front yard in the middle Everybody of the night. Everybody in the hood shit. know where you live. Yo, I don't know about that. But I think his uh, apprehension comes from the fact that you remember in the episode where he picked Canyon up at the. Uh, police station and Kanan made the comment about you know how mothers are and he was like I've never had a mother so I don't know you know he's an orphan or a foster kid right I think he's not necessarily you know people who came from broken homes uh, sometimes don't want kids because of what they grew up in or, or feel like because of what they grew up in they wouldn't make good parents so you know, sometimes people like that are just content with being loners and not wanting to uh, have children. So I think that's what that is. But I feel like there is something more to Symphony. What I would have liked to see, they need to let me up in that writer's room. But what I would have liked to see was her going to meet Symphony for the new connect. That's who should have been the new connect. That would have been dope if they would have made it where Symphony was actually in the life too. But uh, mm, I don't think I, don't think I would have liked that. I don't think he's as straight laced as he appears to be. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't have liked that I don't because that would have been an undercover cop. I don't think that Rock's organization is big well, enough for them to have an undercover operation this size. I mean, to me, I feel like Unique's operation is a bigger operation than hers. If I don't anything, think he's an undercover cop, but I, don't I wouldn't have liked cop. that. As a storyline, I that would have I wouldn't have liked that at all. Because then I would have been like everything you've been doing and saying is just a fucking lie. And I don't want to feel like that. Or what it could be is what I said in, in the earlier podcast. He could take her away from this life. He could be the reason Maybe. that she walks away from this life and they walk off into the sunset. I don't necessarily see that happening, but I, to me, part of me feels like I think that they're going to... She, He is going to be the reason that she gets out of this. So, and maybe she does transition things over to Lulu. So, we'll see how that happens. Speaking of Lulu, in the next scene, you know, he pulled up to Lamont's diner. And, you know, he's going to give him something to eat or whatever. And um, and um, Unique and Warrell pull up on him. At this point, it didn't dawn on me that they didn't realize that it was Lulu that shot off his spot. I forgot that Lulu had that ski mask on. So, at this point, I'm thinking that they knew it was him. Because how old boy was looking at him with the mean face. I think he suspected it. I think he suspected it too. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, you know, a ski mask don't do so much 
for concealing your identity. It don't conceal your 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 body. But even your manner, yeah, your, your mannerisms, mannerisms yeah. and all it of don't that. Yeah, the way you dress, your height, the way you right, the way you dress. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it just hides your face. So you know, they sit out for a conversation or whatever, and Unique was like, "Yo, uh, you came and asked me for a favor last week, so you know, I want to try to uh, sit here and continue the conversation." So Unique foolishly makes an offer to him to join his organization. He's basically telling um, Lulu that, look, Rock is in over her head. She finna go down. I'm finna take her down. And anybody else that's riding with her, they finna go down too. So he's like, yo, I admire you. I like uh, how you move. I like how you got a level head. And the fact that you got a side hustle outside of this, because I keep saying that they ain't got no side hustle, you know. So he was like, you know, I'm encouraging my guys to uh, you know, have some work outside of this drug shit. So, you know, it seems like Unique is more of a businessman. You know, he wants to, you know, hide, you know, legitimacy behind the drug dealer or whatever. And so uh Lulu sit there, he listened real good to what he had to say, you know. And Unique While was, he was eating his thick. sandwich. Yeah, and he was laid it <laughs> on thick too, boy. Unique, I thought Unique had had him at one point. And then Unique thought he had had him because he was like, yeah, yeah, I understand. That's your sister and that's your family and all. He's like, no, they ain't it. He was like, they ain't it at all. He was like, the fact is, I just don't want to work with no bitch ass nigga. No, I don't want the pussy you. eater either. I was, I died. <laughs> he said the pussy eater. <laughs> and I don't see nothing. I, I don't understand why that was a problem, but that's another conversation. Moving on. But the problem was, it it wasn't so much that he was calling him a pussy eater. Um, that he was eating pussy that was the problem the problem was that he let them know that it was me oh I know I was just joking when I said that That, now that's the part y'all gotta help me with I'm not understanding why he did that yeah cause you just I guess because he because listen I'm gonna tell you exactly why he did that you ready I'm gonna tell you exactly why he did that Unique's in here trying to sun him he's in here sunning him up and down listen your sister don't appreciate you you ain't y'all organization is falling. Y'all ain't got no work. Y'all this. He's sitting there trying to sun him, whatever, and say, listen, if you want to get on a winning team, you're gonna join my team. So Lulu had to clap back with something, let him know that listen, I ain't no punk. You know. So when he came that mm-hmm. hard and unique and came out, he let them know that I'm about that life. So, you know, you know, he pretty much put himself in danger by letting them know that listen, I ain't no That's punk. That's what I'm saying. He Let's put a big ass me. target on his head. Like, I don't, I don't know. He was like, listen, you ain't finna sit here and sun me. I mean, he just, he got heart. And he, and he let them know I'm not scared of y'all. Yeah, but I think that was stupid. But, but okay. that, that that definitely threw uh, Unique. Unique wasn't expecting that type of response from him. So no. you know what's finna happen. Well, he was gonna get that kind of response anyway. Look what the fuck they did to Scrappy. They were in the road, exactly. And then you tried to kill me at the, uh, my, you came and shot up my showcase. Well, tried to shoot up my showcase. You know, you put one of my workers in the hospital. But you think I'm going to turn on my own sister to come work for you? So this ain't. For yeah, and that was that's the other part that I was confused about. Do y'all think that was a sincere offer, or do, do. y'all think he was just trying Hell to see? No. I think it was. Or do y'all think that that they was just trying to see if there was a weak link there? Because I don't, I can't believe it there's anything. In, if y'all didn't believe that Scrappy flip, what the hell make y'all think that y'all gonna get Lulu to flip? After y'all just tried to kill him the last episode. Yeah, like, what made you think? Like, I, I didn't but, even, that whole scene, neither one of them in that scene made sense to me, but I was like, I guess it's just over my head on this one. 
it was absolutely a legitimate offer because at the end of the day, I think they do see Lulu for his worth. I think they all see Lulu and recognize Lulu is the level head in the organization. He he's got the business acumen to want to do more and just then sell drugs. So you know, I, I do think it was a legitimate offer. It was a stupid offer, mm. but I, I feel like it was legitimate. Okay. I mean, Marvo, what you think? Um, I don't know, man. I think it. I, it, it it can go both ways, you know. I think it was kind of bullish. I don't think he came up in there to play with him like that. I really think that he was trying to see just how bad things are over there in uh, Rock's uh, organization. I think, yeah, I can say that. I think it was more so he because she losing work, she got no work, she ain't got no connect right now. They stepping and stretching on everything that they got. So I I really think he was just trying to test the water and to see with how bad is it? How bad is it over there? Because knowing. Neek knowing These niggas that ain't getting no money right now. So how bad is paid, it over there? Right. He's paying Dean more money to get the work from him. Right. I think he was doing more fishing than anything. I, I still think I, I think it was a combination of both. I think it was a legitimate offer, but at the same time, I think he was doing some recon. He was trying to get over there and see how bad it is over there with them. And if Lulu is willing to jump ship, it is bad. You know, she really is going down because if, you know, she finna, her own brother finna turn on her, then I don't want this. So he's really trying to see just how bad they, bad shape they are over there. And so, uh, Jukebox is at Kane's house. She don't got dressed. She don't put the suit on. She having her little Michael Jackson moment in and Rock walks in on her and she's just scared to death that, you know, her aunt just saw her dressed like a little boy in a little suit. And she pretty much gave her confirmation. She's like, look, I ain't Marvin. She was like, I want you to be happy, be you. So, you know, you saw she already uh, knew. She was just waiting for jukebox to tell her. Yep. She already knew. So we get back to the little girl house. The little girl is listening to the song that uh and um actually they've heard they played the song before when they was in her room one time before making out. Uh the song came on the radio and she turned it up. She said, Oh, I love this song. So this is why Jukebox mm, recorded okay, the song. That's a for reference. Her. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the mom is still beasting at her to come downstairs and take pictures with the little boy that she don't line up to go on this date with and she don't want to go. She already told him, I'm not going to even let him open the door for me. Like she, So she's just miserable at this point. So this pressure that her parents is putting on her to go out with this little boy, what was it that she picked up at the dresser before she picked up the crack pipe? That was in a little plastic bag. What An empty it? bag of weed. It was weed in the bag. She was out of weed. That's what yeah. I was thinking too. But that's what I'm saying. So we know that she's a regular weed smoker. She, she had a whole pipe weed. and everything. Yep. So she remembers that she had the crack rock in her mm-hmm. jacket. She picks it up. She goes to get her pipe and she gets her lighter. And I'm like, yeah, she does this a little too regularly because she's because that's out. what I was thinking at first. Like, how is she gonna smoke this shit? But then when she pulled out the pipe, I was like, oh, okay. Wait. Yeah, she do this a little <laughs> too regular, and I was like, don't do it. Right, she come equipped. She was equipped. I was like, don't mm-hmm. do it. Please don't do it. Mm-hmm. Still, you can smoke crack in it. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, don't do it. Please don't do it. And at one point, I thought she was going to put it down. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. She did it. I was, I was hoping, and, and I know that this is crazy because it is power, but I was like, maybe she won't hit it as hard as the crackhead. As the rest did. of them. I thought and she's just going to go in the hospital. The yeah, maybe she's just going to end up in the hospital real sick and not necessarily die. But I I mean, I, ultimately, I knew that she was going to die. Well, she made it further than the fiends did because she got up. She was able to get up and make a step or two. 
Right. And that's why I thought, well, maybe she's not going to be dead. You know what I mean? Yep. But nope, that ain't it. And she died listening to the song. And it yeah. was like, I, I wouldn't necessarily say a Romeo and Juliet moment, but it was it was a very sad moment because she died. And Jukebox is waiting for her. That's the sad part. Yep. Jukebox outside waiting for her. That was the sad part. That's what made it just because she thought she was stood up. Mm-hmm. And so the mom is clearly outside the door the whole time. She hear her hit the ground. She uh, banging on the door trying to figure out. Man, that was just so fucking sad, yo. They ain't had to do that little girl like that. Um. So, do you think that the parents are going to? I guess so. When they find out she was listening to that song, or whatever. I mean, what what do you think is going to happen next? They the first thing I the first thing I thought about was. I hope they don't check the fingerprints on that vial. Well, shit, that ain't gonna matter now anyway because hell, the little girl had it. Yeah, but her hands was. But I mean, that don't mean that there weren't other fingerprints on the vial. It doesn't, but I mean, at this point, it's actually, I, I, I kind of agree with you a little bit on that. I kind of agree with you a little bit on that because somehow, some way, they're gonna find out. It's gonna get traced back to Canaan next week. I don't know how, unless old boy still stay snitching. But somehow, somewhere they're gonna round up all this shit next week, and uh, it's gonna trace back to Canaan. And so, uh, and then um, we get to the next scene, and the next scene, um, you have Rock and Canaan there at the house. You know, he said they watch Arsenio Hall. I used to watch Arsenio Hall too. Me too. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, she started questioning him because she used, like I said, Rock don't miss nothing. You don't never miss nothing. She don't mi- never miss. An nah, she don't miss nothing. She don't never miss an opportunity to check his ass. She remembered that shit back at the dinner table. She was like, "Yo, where you got this money from that you get ready to pay for dinner with?" He was like, "Oh, I've been saving up my allowance." And uh, she uh, she was like, uh, "And jukebox been selling some of my clothes." She's like, "What clothes? Like your mom bought all your clothes for you. She do all your laundry, so she know what you got, what you don't got. You could have came with a better lot of that." <laughs> And so I like how he twisted that shit back on her ass, though. He twisted that shit real back on her. He said, yo, you know that cop ran up on me today asking me questions, and she got mad, swollen up in the face again. Like, you see him, you go the other way. You hear me? So he was like, mm, something ain't right about this. But he still he still don't have the courage to ask his mom, what, what is it about this? Right. Because and, at the end of the day, he know his mother well enough to know when she lying, and she know him well enough to know when he lying. She knew he was lying about that and he, money, and he, and knew, he knew she was she lying, lying about, about the detective. Yep. Exactly. I agree. I agree. So here go Jukebox. She's standing out on the uh, on the street, and she just as gleefully and happy as we've ever seen her. I know. Before. I felt so bad for Every her. car that rolled by, she got excited thinking that Nicole was getting ready to get out that car. She see all these little white girls and white boys walking into this party, and I'm like, Jukebox, how were you going to go up in this uh, that's no. what I when they came up with this grand plan. I was like, they gonna get caught. Like I, I didn't expect what happened to happen. What I expected was for them to try to sneak her in there and for Jukebox to get embarrassed, and it would be a. That's scene. what I thought was gonna happen. Like too. that's what I thought was gonna happen, and I was feeling bad for Jukebox. Like this ain't gonna turn out well because I was thinking the same thing. Like you were gonna stick out like a so even before the suit, you well, even your party right. dress, yes. you were gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Like I just wonder how they thought they was gonna get up at but. 
I thought I heard them say that they were going to sneak off. They weren't going to go to the dance. They were going to sneak off. So I didn't understand what the point was. But where the fuck was she going in that big ass wedding gown? Like it was. (laughs) (laughs) It just wasn't a good plan. It just wasn't a good plan. It wasn't a good plan. But we're talking about fifteen year olds, y'all. So exactly. Well, I know. Yeah, I get it. You know, in their mind, it was Uh, perfect. It was going to work out perfectly. Yeah. And so we we end up seeing the disappointment on her face. She looks totally disappointed that she's been stood up. She thinks that she's been stood up, but she has no idea what's going on. And it's, that's just the whole sadness in it. Because to be honest, I mean, jukebox can't catch a break. Like we don't have all kind of fucked up shit happen to her uh, in this series, and it's all because of her cousin. And ultimately, knowing what happens to her is even even worse because. She ended up losing her life at her cousin's hand. So, I mean, Kanan is just the worst thing that could possibly happen to her. Yeah. It's, 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 it's sad because she can't catch a break. She can't catch a break at all. And so, uh, and the episode ends. So, what do y'all, what do y'all think? What do y'all think is going to happen for next week? I mean, me personally... Rock got to do something because it goes back to what we keep saying. Like, at what point are is anybody gonna sit Kanan down? Marvin's stupid ass ain't trying to tell him to sit the fuck down and shut up. Lulu ain't trying to tell him to sit the fuck down and shut up. Rock is trying to sit, uh, tell him to sit down and shut the fuck up, but he ain't listening to her. Like, he needs some hands at this point. Like, if he keep making a mess out of everything that he's doing. It's just. He's making a big mess. He's made a complete mess for the family, and there's nothing they can do about it, it seems like. And it is getting worse and worse every episode. Rock is definitely going to have to tighten some stuff up. I think the connect comes through next week. So I think she's going to get her work. Um, I don't know how they're going to connect anything to Kanan, but they're going to do it. And like you said, Kanan is going to get hemmed up. Um, but I, I definitely this is think- how this is how Detective Howard will get that bone marrow because either he's going to uh, scare Rock into thinking that they're close to a Canaan and really they don't have shit, but he's going to use that as an attempt to make her think that okay, yeah, we know he's been involved in Buck Twenty murder. We know that he was involved in the stash house. Uh, we know that he was involved in uh, this bad crack that's out on the street. See, he he's gonna take what he's known as happened. He's gonna uh, spin that shit to Rock and make Rock think that you know Kane is in danger of getting arrested or getting caught up in all this bullshit to get that bone marrow. Is what I think is gonna happen. I think yeah. that uh, originally I thought that uh, Unique was gonna go spray up Rock House. I think they're gonna go spray up Lulu House. I think Lulu gonna get caught up in some bullshit next week. Uh, he gonna have to go underground for a little minute. I'm going to say, Lulu was definitely in danger. That's why, and I hear what you were saying, but that's why that whole conversation just didn't make, like, him tilted his head to the fact that it was him. It was a failed attempt at that. Like, that ain't nothing you should be proud of. Like, I just feel like he should have. And still didn't try to make an attempt to finish the job. Yeah, I just feel like that wasn't a smart move. Like, I don't understand. Again, I just didn't understand that. Like, I I just didn't understand it. But, you know, it is what it is. He did it, man. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back later. It'll make sense. I don't know. It's almost like uh, Unique is fearful of Rock being able to get one up on him. I don't understand how he has any type of fear of of her gaining on him because, I mean, she's in bad shape right now. She don't got no work. She don't got to connect. 
she don't got no soldiers. Right. Know? So he's in the best predicament to win this war, but right. still he's threatened. He's still threatened, and I think he's threatened because he knows what kind of chess players she has on the board. So even with a whole network that he has, he still seems to be threatened by her presence in the game. So he's not going to be satisfied until she drop or she concede to him or bow down to him or whatever. And we know that she's not going to do that. She said, I ain't never getting on my knees for no nigga. And she's not. Nope. And I think that uh, she's going to uh, solidify her partnership with Juliana and the uh, cousin. I think Gabriel on Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, I think that's coming through next week. And I think that's going to throw Unique off because Unique is going to be like, where the fuck is she getting this work from? Yep. And then she's going to come back stronger than ever because, I mean, she got the bodega. I don't know if they're going to start um, um, dealing out of the bodega. I don't seem to think that they are. But I think the apartments are going to be up and going. I think she's going to gain momentum when she get that work back. She's going to really come back hard. Because I think not only is she going to get work from the cousin, but like you said, off the strength of she whatever more protection, more workers, whatever her and Juliana put into place, I think she's going to, like you said, I think she's going to get some soldiers and some stuff like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think she, I, I think uh, a Joaquin and his crew or his, his workers may even help her eliminate Unique. Maybe. You know? You know, because he already raised that concern about uh, having competition. So he doesn't want to compete. You mm-hmm. know, whereas uh, Dean was content with uh, serving both of them, but he clearly seemed to want his product to be the only product out there on the streets. So, you know, he may help her get rid of them. So it's going to be interesting to see how that was. But, you know, uh, London Brown's interview said that episode eight, uh, 108 is going to be uh, action-packed. It's going to be uh, a real... Yeah, all of them are action-packed. Yeah. To me, I I like this series. I I like this series the best, and I want to see it go longer than two seasons. At least give me four, and I'll be happy. Give me four, I'll be happy. Because, I mean, uh, it's so much stuff. Unless we get uh, Ghost and Tommy and Angela and Tasha next season, I still would like to see a season of them uh, brought into the story. And I want to see Kanan uh, mature into the Kanan that we met in Power. But uh, it's going to be kind of much like the whole Tariq situation in Power. It's going to be depending on how uh, long the show lasts and how they're going to age the actor or if they have to replace the actor because at some point he's going to have to be aged to be a little bit older. I mean, he's 15 right now. So, you know, we're going to have to see him at 20. But he's gonna. I don't know how old this this little actor, the actor is that's playing him. Um, um, I think he's close to age. Um, now Jukebox in real life is like twenty two. Oh, is she really? Uh huh. The person that plays Jukebox, she's like twenty two in real life. But I think he's. I think he's like seventeen or eighteen, like that. He's okay. close. So he's, he's getting close. He's closer okay. to his real age. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well. I guess we'll see what happens um, next week. Next week. Yeah, we got three more weeks. We got three more weeks, and we done. Yeah, buddy. So we're going to see see how it plays out next week. All right. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up this week. Um, so as usual, you know where to find us at. We out here. Uh, we love to hear y'all thoughts and suggestions about the show. Uh, if you want to be on our show, hit us up. You know, we love. Oh, I got somebody for the show. I gotta call you and tell you about it. Okay, you got somebody for next week. Um, yeah, I, well, I can't guarantee, but yeah, they they definitely said they was down to um do the show. So yeah. Uh, 
All right, cool. So we lost Marvin. Uh, so I guess uh, y'all know where to find me at. You know where I'm at. I'm out here. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at RetroCG. Oh, you can find me on YouTube at ReallyBTV or on um, Instagram and Twitter at ReallyB underscore on YouTube or ReallyBTV underscore on YouTube. We had a no call, no show tonight. So uh, Jack and Jordan's will be back with us next week, hopefully. Uh, and uh, we did a, uh, they did a cigar hour, a hip hop edition where they reviewed the new Nas album. So y'all go out here and check that episode out. Uh, me and CP, we're going to do our murder mysteries on Friday night. So uh, I think Crystal's going to pick a good case for us on Friday. So uh, we'll be back on Friday to do our little murder mystery. So we're going to do one of those. Uh, we lost Juggernaut, but you can find him on Instagram at Juggernaut of, um, underscore of souls. And then on YouTube, you can find him Juggernaut of souls. So um, He dropped a new course, review today. The, yeah, the he did Yeezy. drop a new review. The, the Yeezy. Yeezy. <laughs> Listen at you, CP. <laughs> and then, of course, <laughs> you know, you can always hit us up on um, our email. You can email us at info at tsfentertainment.com. And we'll see y'all later on this week. All right. All right. We out here. All right. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.